Welcome to Leonardo DiCaprio Order, where we explore an every Leonardo DiCaprio film in chronological order, from voyaging across the Atlantic Ocean to a drug-fueled Wall Street office. Prepare to get lost in time. We're your hosts, Ryan Narvez and Jess Powell. Here we go! Hello, hello, hello! Hey, hey! Well, back. We're back! <laughs> we are back with some more Leonardo DiCaprio order. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Yeah, we so did. Where, where have we been? Two I know, we had, we had a two month hiatus. We apologise. <laughs> a lot has happened. A lot has changed. Has. Um, mm-hmm. About that you might eat my peach loopy, but probably not the best time. Yeah, what is that, sorry? It's like a peach loopy. You get them from Lidl and I always put them in the freezer. So they're like crunchy. Why was um, Imogen cooking them? <laughs> oh, you see my story. So um, I was like, Gilbert, I mean, Oh, would you like a Peter Loopy? And they're like, yeah. Right. And um, I just put it in the Imogen's pasta. Oh, okay. Mm. I thought you, you guys were legit, like, no. cooking these sweets. And I thought, crikey, what are they up to? Crikey. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, what are they doing? Um, so, yeah. Should we do a little life update? Let's do a life update. So, <laughs> Jess, what has been going on? What's been going on? I mean, where are we now? We're in May, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah, last and... one we filmed would have been March. So, yeah, the last one was... No. The last one yeah, March. was March, yeah. We filmed... So, since March? Since March, both Jess I have... and well, I... we've both yeah. moved out of Brighton, our beloved Brighton. It's true, dun, dun, dun. We're in London, the we big are. smoke. The big, big, which, big smoke. There's a lot of smoke Which has here. been absolutely crazy. It has. Which is why we have not. Yeah, we, because we, we both just moved in, what day did you move in? The week before me, so like. Yeah, it was the 1st of April. Or like the 3rd of April. Yeah, and I moved in on the 10th of April. Yeah. Um, and we had both watched Marvel's Room together, in fact, back in Brighton. Yeah. Um, however, we just. With Trish. Did, we're here with my nan and my younger brother Stefan watched it too. Shout out to them. <laughs> um, however, we just didn't um, have the time to really sort of sit down and record it with whilst like yeah. working full time and also packing and moving. Um, Getting used to the vibes. Exactly. As well. We've like, only seen each other. Again. We've only seen each other once. Twice. 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 Oh, That's twice. Yeah, yeah, of course. Chelsea. I forgot about Chelsea. <laughs> like eating cake. Yes, eating lots and lots of cake. <laughs> Drinking and eating. Because we're not actually, even though we're both in London, we're not actually that close to one another. No. Um, you're over west way and I'm over east. Yeah. Um, not that it takes Besides. super long. It's, it's actually about, not even that. Yeah. It's, it's like one change in the tube. Um, if you were south, it'd be worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, south's like the Shadowlands. That's like long gone. <laughs> it's true. It's impossible to get down there. Yeah, it is. And there's not much down there after when you've been up north, you know what I mean? Sorry, Georgia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> it's, in, it's, in, it's, in, <laughs> it's nice areas. I don't think Georgia listens to the podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> it's nice areas, however, it's just like, if, you live, if you're not living down south, you mm. don't really have a reason to go down south, apart from to see people. Exactly, so true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, your your room's looking good in the camera right now. Thank you, thank you. Looking nice, good lighting. We've got some nice vibes going on. Yeah. Fairy lights. We've both got our sunset lamps up. We do. I've also got some other lighting. Let me just show you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I don't know if you can see that. I need to come visit. 
Yes, you need to see the place. I'm gonna move my um sunset lamp so it's not like blinding you. Okay. Oh, look at that vibes on the wall. <laughs> That's better. If anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, the sunset lamp was quite popular on TikTok. And Insta. I, and I see I them it. all oh, on Instagram. Insta. Okay. Yeah. And Shekha sent it to me. I was like, you need this. Jess bought it and, like, and then what, like I'm two days after I bought it. And Gil <laughs> Gilbert's got it as well now. No regrets. It's, it's no, sick. None at all. Oh yeah, so it's life well. update. Do you to, you're living with Millie. Yep, so Millie is my old course mate mm -hmm. from university and friend, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, loving the vibes. I mean, our flat was unfurnished, so we spent some time getting stuff for that, like a sofa mm. and some chairs. All sustainably but, um, with Facebook Marketplace. Absolutely, absolutely. You can... You, we, our sofa was free yeah. on Gumtree. We're saving, we're saving the planet like Leo wants us to. Exactly, I've got to say... Slash. You guys need to hit hit those up if you ever need some furniture because yeah. it's lit. Exactly. And it's like good condition stuff. Yeah, um, one of our sofas is from the from like the trash unit. Brilliant. Yeah. Exactly. Gave it a bit of a bleach. It's looking beautiful now. It's one of the most comfortable ones. Everyone fights over to sit on it. <laughs> Brilliant. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you. you. Oh yeah, so I'm li <laughs> I'm living <laughs> with um. If you guys remember from episode. Four. Yes. Episode four, would you say? Gilbert Gray. Yeah, I'm living yeah, with Gilbert. Um, and then also Nathy and Imogen, who I also went to uni with. Uh, Gilbert, Nathy and I all work at the same animation studio together. Immy's a graphic designer working for a, um, a studio in London as well. Um, so yeah, we're all working from home still because of the international global pandemic. But hopefully yeah. that's going to be finishing soon. Um... And then we can actually... I mean, you're, you're going into the studio at the moment, right? I've been going in, like, two days a week. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Um, they, they sort of want everyone back now. But I think everyone will keep doing part remote, part yeah. in the office, which is perfect, which is what I want, so... So, so I, had a, I had an interview this morning. Yeah. This morning, eh? Yeah, this. At 8 a.m. Really this morning, I had a job interview. <gasps> 8 a.m.? 8 a.m. Uh, yeah, it was over Zoom. I was going to say. Um, and it's because they're based in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Shut up. You're yeah, I got, I got an email yesterday what? from them. Like, I'll oh, come interview tomorrow. And I was like, okay, sure. Um, wow. At 8 a.m. But they were saying, I was like, oh, so what's like the work from home situation? Like, and they were like, well, to be honest <laughs> with you, we've been back in the studio for the last six months because of COVID. COVID seems to be doing what? good over in Aussie land. I love that. Congrats yeah, jealous. On the interview. How was the interview? Thank was you. It good? Good, yeah, yeah. The position is not until later on in this year, so. I mean, that's sort of um, crazy. You're off to Australia. I would have to what? relocate, yeah. <laughs> what? It'd be wild, so who knows? That is wild. Mm -hmm. But exciting. Yeah, stuff. exactly. They did Maybe... all the VFX for, or well, not all of it, they worked on Baz Luhrmann's films. They did Great Gatsby. Oh, sick. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, which is really cool. Ooh. So we oh. shall see. Maybe you'll bump into um reckon we can meet Leo. Oh that's true, 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 <laughs> true. I'm not sure where they're based actually, but No, it's obviously Australia. That is another Leo podcast, guys, by the way. Hit yeah. Them up. Yeah, check them out um over on funny. Spotify. Yeah. Their podcast is all about them trying to meet Mr. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> um Yes. So all yeah. all is good in All is good, yes. In the world all is at good. The and we're back. 
Don't worry. We are back. Yes, we haven't we haven't forgotten. It was never gonna fade away. We are committed. We just needed a a couple months (laughs) off to like get our lives in gear. Get our lives in gear, exactly. Um so yeah, should we just start right okay in. i mean what number is this episode this I've is number nine i believe wow 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 um and soon it will be a whole year since we released since we started episode. yeah it'll be our birthday so we'll have to celebrate that because we, we when did we 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 started over a year ago recording uh, i saw yeah. the snapchat memory because yeah we, we we started recording it but we hadn't put it on spotify until yeah. august yeah, gotcha. exactly. So it has actually been. I think it was May or June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. order. Um, I saw a Snapchat memory yeah, of like, doing the intro, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's been so long." Oh yeah, for my car, <gasps> my car life update, guys. So you know, half the episodes were recorded in it's my Keeper County Buzz. Um, I was held at knife point. No, you weren't. And forced to sell my car. That's ridiculous. I was. My mum said... You willingly sold no, it. No, I didn't willingly sold it. I would have kept it. My mum was like, oh, there's not enough... Like, my younger brother's going to be getting a car because he's 17 this summer. And she was like, there's not going to be enough space on the driveway for his car. So you have to sell yours because I want to be in London so I won't be needing the car anymore. Rest in peace. Um, so Buzz... And I called my garage um, to just ask them for, like, a valuation to see how much it was worth. And they were like, well, actually, we'd like to buy your car. So they bought it, um, which was nice because it'll be used a lot because it's going to be used as like a temp car for people whose cars are in the garage. But yeah, poor Buzz is no longer. I've got all of. What I had to empty to my Leo? car. I've got it all. It's in my. It's in one of my. You know my little Gola backpack I had in the, in the trunk. It's uh-huh. all in there with all the CDs. Oh, that's so. The my favorite memory in your car is when we were with the Westine lot. Oh, good. singing Halo on the and Georgia, I think it was. No. Is it when we were doing Halo? Yeah. That was Ellie, Emma, Ellie, Emma, and Checker. Yeah. After oh, we went to the incredible. after we went to the pub by Preston Park. We just drove. I met up with you guys three times around West End, just listening to, Halo. to some epic tunes. Mhm. It was a good one. Dancing and screaming and singing. Bless. Well, that's actually so sad. Buzz is no longer here. Oh. Oh well. Buzz. It's true. It's a, you know what? It's like that was like the end of a chapter. And you know this is this is kind of. This this episode's kind of monumental for that as well because yeah. Marvin Marvin's room is kind of kicking off the new chapter of Leo's filmography because after Marvin's room we're getting into Leo mania like Leo mania yeah. is beginning um, and Marvin's room is kind of what was kind of like the the, the first film of that yeah it opens the door to that doesn't it yeah because we go oh, straight after this the roller coaster begins into yeah. Romeo and Juliet the Titanic. Wow. Um, you know the beach which is what we've done this for like yeah we can't wait yeah because like pretty boys. much like we've obviously we've seen like gilbert grape i've seen that boy's life um i've seen marvin's room as well before however all of the other ones we hadn't seen before so they were all very mm. new to us as well like with the podcast um, which was really exciting so for us it's a lot of like yeah when we're researching into films we're actually researching things we don't know much about them where these mm. latter films we already know quite a lot of knowledge um, and, and we're very passionate about them either. as well. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to yeah. really unlock some secrets. And because obviously they're bigger, bigger, bigger films, they will um, have a lot more information as well. Yee. Which is exciting. Um, another another life update, actually. Oh, yeah. I've got to mention. Go for it. I have left Odeon officially. 
That really is. Is how do you feel? Um, obviously very, very sad, but very like thank God I don't have to work behind those tills. Yeah, and you know, on those busy shifts. I mean, it was fun. It was really fun, but. There, there were points when I was like, why am I still here? Yeah, <laughs> why is it still going on? But um, I will miss it. Especially because it's, it's been closed for such a long time as well. Now. Yeah, they're open now. So they open this week. Apparently it's been quite busy. Really? Like, we'll have to go. So, I saw... But yeah, I'm desperate to go back. Yeah, there's going to be a lot more films coming out. Yeah. Hint, hint, Spirit Untamed. I know, I saw that. Did I you? I was looking on the Odin website and like all the films. I don't know out. when it... It doesn't come out here um, until next next month oh. uh, July even sorry because it's meant to come out in um, June 4th but yeah July 30th in the UK oh wow yikes excited it is it is indeed um, there's a really cute cin- cinema around the corner for me actually it's called Genesis Nafi and I were looking it up today um, Monday to Thursdays it's £5 tickets oh that's good it's like an indie cinema yeah Tuesday to Sunday is Odeon is £6 Oh. And the new Limitless ticket is $9.99. How good is that? No. I'm really tempted. Wait, £10? £9.99 and a, a minimum of three-month contract. That's How really sick good is that? Point. You don't have to do it for a whole year. That's really good. What does that include? Oh, wait a minute, though, because London's always more, Exactly. London. Then it's like £12 here. Mm, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. And it includes the usual, the film ticket, the 10% off food and drink, well, my uh, low-key low still working there because I'm trying to sell you Limitless right now. Oh, let me see what it says. Um, yeah, and our sponsor today is Odie. <laughs> Come on, Odie. Uh, oh, here we go. Um, oh, it's only it's 12, yeah, twelve pounds for Central London. Ah, brilliant. Until oh, until bad. September thirtieth. Oh, shut and up. And then after September 30th, it goes up to £20 a month. They literally just added that. No joke. Yeah. Oh, classic. It's because... But that's it's because, still so good. And you can probably cancel it before September. It says, um... Uh, I've been dreaming of it. It doesn't specify. Um, but yeah, I'm assuming Shady. so. If they're, change, if they're changing the price, they have to... But the London Odeons are so good. They're actually so good. I wonder good. what's coming. What's going to be coming out? If there's if there's films like a, a lot of films I want to come out, I want to see that come out. I definitely will. Yeah. Then. Same. But uh, you know what? Like the coming soon looks kind of trash. <laughs> um, should we jump into Marvin's room? Let's jump right in. S- Marvin's room, nineteen ninety six. Mm-hmm. Director Jerry Zach. Yeah. Who I did look up. Yeah, me too. I wasn't sure who he was. Not honest, much. But I did see that he directs Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, yeah. He's on a lot um, of TV shows, I noticed as well. Yeah. But I'm not sure where he's at right now. But um, yeah, it got 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb and 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I feel like is an all right, um, an all right rating for this film. It is. It's a nice fair rating. Like, it's one of those yeah. ones where, like, when people see that rating like they won't be like um declined to watch it you know they'll still be yeah. quite intrigued because uh, i think for me at least for me if i see a film which is below six on imdb i question whether i want to watch it 
I know I shouldn't do. <laughs> I know I shouldn't do that, but I even do. a six puts me off if I'm fairly. Yeah, if it's about six point one, I'm still. I I do question it. High up six is like I'm like oh hundred percent. If it's a seven, I'm like how have I not seen this film before? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna apologize. Um, my bedroom's right behind the kitchen, and I can hear someone doing uh tumble dryer. So oh, I can I can slightly hear that. Can yeah. You hear that? Oh, oh, a hum in the background. Yes, I apologize if you can hear that. But it's relaxing. On this episode, yeah? Okay. <laughs> That's, I'm glad to hear that, at least. Um, <laughs> yes, so... D- director um, Jerry Zaks. Um, it was written as a play by... Yeah. Scott... Uh, Scott... McPerson, I want to say. is how mm. you pronounce his name. Um, he wrote the play, and he also wrote the screenplay for the film. Um, and actually, shortly after he wrote the film he passed away from AIDS yeah. so this is actually his only film credit so that was in the f- early 90s wasn't it uh yeah yeah early mm. 90s um sad. yeah especially because I was thinking of how great a um the story is yeah like, I don't want to give away much mm-hmm. just yet but the story is really good so it's quite it's a shame that he didn't get that chance or like we didn't get that chance to see what else he had to offer. Yeah, that's very true. You know, he had a lot. I'm sure he had a lot more stories to tell. He didn't um, get to see on screen. This is kind Adaptation. of off, off topic as well, but mm-hmm. you, you know he died of AIDS. Um, have you been watching Pose season three? Be quiet. Is there a new one right now? It's not on Netflix. So I'm watching it on um one two three, but um, it's get it's, it's like they're releasing it weekly at the moment. Oh, I think God. episode no, I'll wait, I'll wait. four. I think episode four just came out. Um, okay, I'm so gonna wait for it to be come out here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know what when it's coming out here. I'm gonna binge that. Um, it's a finale season as well. Oh my god! Yeah, if Is you it guys, any good? if you guys haven't seen Pose, it's like a Ryan Murphy, um, like episodic TV show set um kind of in like the 80s to 90s, um, and it's kind of about the ballroom community in in New York. Um, but it, like obviously when it's set is when there was the AIDS epidemic or um, or pandemic I guess mm-hmm. so yeah that's very much involved in the narrative especially in these later episodes um, it's really good yeah I'm really enjoying it it's very different this season so far really um, okay yeah there's been like a backstory I won't give anything away but there's been like okay. one episode was like dedicated to Electra's backstory one episode's been dedicated oh, dedicated. Right. To Patel's backstory, so I'm not sure if they do that story. Just like, just like when they were like they like when they were younger, I guess. Wow, like okay. the origin stories, I guess. Um, wow. I don't know if they're going to do that for all of the characters. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying that, especially Electrics. I love her. Oh, because I, I remember like season two ending being like that could easily be the end. Yeah, that's when she sings on stage oh. and she's quite ill, isn't it? Yeah, and it's just like oh. Nope. So yeah, okay, great. I look forward to that. Yeah, it's good. I've been watching um I've been watching duh, 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 what's it called? Line of Duty, I'm absolutely saying. Oh, uh, everyone is talking about that. Um yeah, everyone watched the finale a few weeks ago, but I'm trying to catch up. Um, but yeah, that is really Line of Duty. good. Is it is it an English show? To anyone. Hmm? Is it English or American? It's English, yeah. Lit. Yeah, it's very good. Um, and and I'm watching Mad Men, rewatching that. Oh, I haven't watched Excellent. it. I need to watch Chung it. Yeah. So 
I feel like we're very off topic. Yeah, we really have. Marvin's, Marvin's room. room. Um, I, I mean, there are some connections, but not really. Um, I also <laughs> looked up the music before we get into the sort of the actors, because this film has got a lot. Um, but the music was done by Rachel Portman. Yeah. She's done a lot of films, a lot, a lot of films, but I didn't recognise any of them. I don't know about you. Uh, I'm just having a look right now. Like her filmography, because... I didn't recognise any. Um, which is a shame because I know sort of um, like the like the musician or like film musician industry, um, like, you know, the scores and the composers is mm. a very much a male dominant industry. I've actually got one of her songs on my Spotify playlist. When you're a film that playlist. is from the film Chocolate. Oh. which has Johnny Depp. Um, I haven't seen that. She also does the One Day soundtrack, which is interesting. I'm going to go on Spotify as well now. Rachel Portman. A Dog's Purpose. Do you remember that film? Yeah, I didn't watch that because apparently, apparently they treated the dogs awfully. Uh, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, she did Godmothered. That was one of the Disney films. Oh, right. I didn't... It was... I, so it was good. <gasps> the Woman in Black, nineteen ninety nine oh, version. She did Dolphin a Dolphin's Tale. Oh yeah, I just seen that. Yeah. Um so, yeah, she's done below. Oh, the vow. Yeah. Oh yes. Now I'm actually looking. Yeah. <laughs> What's the road to Wellville? Is that Wes Anderson? Uh that actually rings a bell. Yeah. The road to Wellville. Also, whilst we're recording this, I'm painting my nails orange. Oh, I was going to paint my nails. Oh, uh, no, it's directed by Alan Parker. It's got, it just gives me very Wes Anderson vibes, though. Okay, interesting. Maybe it was an influence. I bet it, he was an influence. Yeah. Alan Parker, he's, he's passed away, and Wes Anderson. Yeah, Alan Parker was one of his influences oh wow um there's also in in his trivia it mentions oh god something's mentioned what else has he done i reckon i recognize him anyway huh. okay should we get back on topic <laughs> Yes. Um, okay, yeah, so Rachel Portman did the music, and now yeah. we'll get into the cast. So in, hey. so in Marvin's room, uh, the main, we'll say the main character is, would you agree to say it's Lee? Yes, yeah? I would say, there's like, there's like, I'd say, yeah. If we're going to choose one character, it would be Lee. Um, Lee is played by the one and only Miss Meryl Streep. Um, if you do not know who Miss Meryl Streep is, then I do not know where you have been. Um, because she is most well known for films which include Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia 2. Here we go. Um, Julie and Julia. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> should we talk about Julie and Julia? What, very so, I think we have we mentioned this on the podcast. I feel like we probably we have. Probably have. But, um, long story short, our friend was asking for film recommendations. I was like, well, one of my favourite films is Julie and Julia. And Jess burst out laughing and was like, lol, you better be joking. I was like, no. <laughs> and she's got a vendetta against that film because. Did you go? I'm sorry, but. Did you go watch it in cinema? I'm jealous you saw it in school, cinema. You were probably like 13 or something. 
And one of our friends, Keris, shout out to her. She thought she'll plan what film we're watching. So she's like, oh, come on, guys. Um, let's go and see Julia and Julia. Okay, okay. What's it about? Who cares? I just want to go to the cinema as a fun trip. Watch Especially it. when you're in high school, it is kind of a fun trip. And I'm sorry, but we didn't forget that for the rest of our lives because we just, just took the piss out of it every time. Yeah. I mean... I watch it, honestly, I watch it several times a year. It was very boring. It was very dull. I disagree. It, all I remember was them cooking a lobster alive. Oh, the lobster scene. Iconic. Uh, so Julie and Julia, okay. premises is like, it's based on a true story of, of, um, this lady called Julie, who, she's been living a bit of a mediocre life, so she sets herself a goal to cook every Julia Child's recipe in, in a year. There's like over 400 recipes. Um, and she locked down then. <laughs> Julie is like, <laughs> imagine, that's such a good lockdown challenge. Julia, uh, Julie is played by Amy Adams, who is another one of my loves of my life, mm. who I, yeah, that's a whole different story. And Julie is played by Meryl Streep. So they're kind of like this little <laughs> duo. Um, I love that film. But yeah. I think I need to rewatch it. I think you do. We should watch it together. Because... It would be entirely different to when I watched it 10 years ago, surely. It's true, yeah. We'll watch it together. Like, back then we were obsessed with things like horror and just wanted to, you know... Have, have you fun. watched Woman in the Window with Amy Adams? What was that? It's a new Netflix film that came out last week. No, but it looks so I good. Wa I wa so I watched it because obviously I love Amy Adams. Did you? Yeah, and then I straight after I had to watch Enchanted to cleanse my soul. You're it was, joking. It was oh, like, we're watching that on Saturday, I think, with a takeaway curry. Women in, the, women in the window. Yeah. So you'll really enjoy it. It's really good. Okay, good. I am really excited for that. Um, so yeah, Meryl Streep plays our lead character, Lee. Yep. Um, she's got two sons, the eldest called Hank. Who's the eldest played by? Do you, do you know who it is? That's who good. he is? Was it, um, oh, what's his name? Johnny Depp, was it? No, Johnny's not in this one. Um... <laughs> Oh, is it the kid from, it's you know, the guy DJ, in, in The Great Gatsby? <laughs> what? <laughs> I actually thought for a second. I'm kidding. Like, no. He's played by Leonardo DiCaprio. That scared me a bit. Really? <laughs> that actually did. I thought, oh my God, he's lost it, guys. He's lost it. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, no, Leo plays uh, Mel Shoop's son called Hank. Oh, um, he's got little brother Charlie. Mm -hmm. Who plays Charlie? I didn't actually look. It's I don't have it written down. Hal Scarbino. Oh, what else has he been in since? I'm not too sure. Let's have a little. Has look. he had a busy career, or did it end start oh start God. and finish with Gilbert Grape? What? No, it's just what he looks like now. I was like, whoa, that's uh, very different. Nah, it's sort of finished. I think back then. <laughs> when he was like, like what, done, eight years he's old? He's done something called Man in Man in an Orange Shirt in 2017. Oh, look, what colour my nails are? Orange. Hey, but I think he was more of a younger actor. Younger actor, interesting. But I could be wrong. Um, And then we have Bessie, who mm -hmm. is Lee's elder sister. So that's Hank's, who Leo is, uh, aunt. Who is yeah. played by Diane Keaton? Um, a little fact was um, Jessica Lange, who I only yeah. I, I only know her from American Horror Story. I literally love her. Um, she turned down the role of Bessie, and then it was given that to is Diane mad, Keaton. Isn't it? Yeah, she would have done quite a good job. However, 
knowing what kind of character she always usually plays it wouldn't have been an innocent hard aunt. to see her as a softer exactly diane keaton is very much this soft maternal yeah. figure and jessica so lange very... has a lot more lot, lot, a lot more walls built up wouldn't you agree yeah um dr wally who is diane keaton's hey. doctor uh, let's say is played by one of leo's one of leo's fave what fave companions <laughs> this is obviously their second film together however we know what happens far in the future but it's the one and over one and only robert de niro you know what fun fact yeah. i literally loved him when i was younger what robert I was de niro like a fan of him Interesting. I would write his name. I, I remember writing his name on a poster. Because it's weird. As you like, said what? that, I, w- I was thinking of um, Robbie Downey Jr. Oh, him as well. Because I remember you being obsessed with Robbie Downey. Can you do a painting I, of Robbie? Um, I didn't, know. Oh. I thought But um, Robert De Niro, yeah, he was my first, like, celebrity actor crush, which is so weird because he's literally old. <laughs> I remember my MSN profile picture was no MSN. Sorry, Penguin. Robert De Niro with a love heart on a post-it note as my wow. MSN pick. So yeah, cool. And <laughs> <laughs> living living up the fantasy. <laughs> um, Marvin, who is Lee and Bessie's father, and who obviously the film is based names based off of, is played by yes. Hume Crime. Um, I haven't. I didn't recognize any films he was in. He he died fairly recent, fairly soon after the film had right. come out. Yeah. Um, aunt Ruth, who is Marvin's sister, and obviously Lee and Bessie's aunt, is played by Gwen Verdon. Likewise, I didn't. I couldn't. Rec- I recognize her voice. I really recognize her voice, but I couldn't. Mm. I looked through her films and I couldn't. There, there was no like one that I recognized. So she's obviously got a similar voice to. Right. Um, and there's one other person who I remembered from it was one of the care workers from the hospitals uh, from the hospital is played by Cynthia Nixon who is Miranda from Sex and the City oh uh, yeah I just course. remember us talk saying that or it was mentioned yes mm-hmm. it's all coming back now yeah, yeah. so that is our star-studded cast of Marvin's Room. Is like, yeah. Obviously, the director, he was fairly well-known, I guess, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the show was fairly successful, too, like the play. Um, so maybe that's how they got such a big cast. Because obviously, Leo is still up and coming. He hadn't, like... Leo Mania hadn't actually begun, obviously, until mm-hmm. after Titanic. Even Romeo and Juliet, he still wasn't like internationally known um as leo or like leo we know it today but you know there was diane keaton mel streep and robert de niro who were all very like then were still very big names to all be together yeah um i'm trying to think if we've ever seen them together since because they had very good chemistry throughout the entire film and it was nice to see meryl play i felt like a younger character because obviously we're we're more well known to seeing her play Slightly more older characters, just because yeah, you know, she's that's older. A really good point. So obviously mm. seeing her younger because she's been acting for her entire career. It's like you know, it's like when we see Leo in these roles. Like we see, we're kind of mm. growing up with him. He's playing literally a child now. He's in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So you've seen him in every kind of stage of his life. 
Um, Is it actually like growing up with him? With him, yeah. We, we're growing up with Leo. Aww. Um, but yeah, no, it's a real good, good movie and I recommend. Should we just jump right in? Let's jump right in. Cool. So, we kind of, you kind of just like get thrown into it, I guess. Um, you find out about like Lee, she lives in, um, in Ohio, in America. Um, her life, you can kind of very quickly begin to realise that it's taken a bit of a turn uh, maybe yeah. not how she was expecting it to go um, mm. and, you, and like from these the injury kind of like trying to piece stuff together um, yeah because like, it just throws you straight into yeah you're like oh is she like, working like, in beauty. in like a, a beauty salon but you realise oh mm. she's still doing her uh, cosmetology degree um, and then I guess that like we just go straight into the opening sequence is when you see Hank and Charlie are kind of like in the house and then Hank is playing with a lighter matches. <laughs> Matching the gas tank. Boom boom. Is it matches or <laughs> a lighter? Lighter, isn't it? It's it's a lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because then yeah, yeah, later yeah. on and there's that scene. Um, and he ends up just setting the house on fire. We don't really particularly know why. And then, yeah, his mum has to go to the um, go to the police station to pick up the kids. She gets a call at work. Well, not at work, at her degree. She goes to the police station. Charlie's there. Um, and she's like, oh, my God, where's where's um, where's Hank? And she he's like, <laughs> he's the one who started it. And Hank's, like, getting, like, oh, restrained God. by the poli- police officers. He's going mental um <laughs> it's all going on it is it? it is and they're like he has to get taken to like an institution yeah. uh, like a mental institution um you kind of see <laughs> Lee go visit him that time with the m&ms yeah thing. yeah of course mm-hmm. i mean i feel like at this point you already sense there's something not quite right with their relationship no not at all. yeah and there's you, and... not really any connection really there yeah They've. You can see there's definitely something missing. Um, yeah, and also, you just see Leo sort of playing this same like sort of troublesome kid that troublesome. we've seen many times before. I think this is going to be the end of that though. Yeah, end of that absolutely. era because, I, like we said, we're going, we're going into his, you know, the Romeo and Juliet and Titanic, and like you know, they kind of are. But he's now, he's now, he kind of stops being this child character, and he then ends being yeah. like a young adult. Um, and it sort movies. of happens in this film, to be honest, yeah. because he it's a transition with this. Mm-hmm. He's very much a different character at the end. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so we kind of see her go visit him. He doesn't really respond to her there. He's like just asleep. Whether he, he and he's restrained as well. His arms are tied back. Yeah. Um, he kind of lost all of that freedom he had. Um, parallel to this, you kind of are watching um, sort of like Bessie and Marvin and Aunt Ruth and their life down in Florida. Um, but Bessie's kind of got so she she's her main the main carer for her father. As well as her aunt, who are both at home. Aunt Ruth is quite yeah. is, is mobile still. 
I think she just has a few, maybe like, is it like dementia maybe? I'm not sure. Mm, because she forgets to sort of give him his pills or something. Yeah, she forgets a lot. Of that. And Marvin, yeah. Marvin's immobile. He's he's very much bed bound and has to be taken care of. But there isn't like, there's a nurse. They take care of him. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Aunt Ruth kind of forgets to do stuff a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, Bessie visits Dr. Wally. There's a really funny scene with like Dr. Wally's assistant oh my god his brother his brother it? who's yeah yeah his brother who's the <laughs> assistant who's like i don't really know the relevance of that but i enjoyed it oh i can't remember the exact the exact words or what happened but i just remember it being funny yeah definitely laughed out loud a few times at that character it was um it was good i yeah i enjoyed like yeah he didn't really come back did he no he not just, really we saw him like a couple of times yeah he was just like, oh, he was cool, just there he was just, just chilling um <laughs> and yeah she, she's had some tests and it ends up being that she's got cancer mm. um quite severely and she basically will need some sort of transplant yeah as soon as possible as soon as possible um obviously she's got and she needs it from a relative like a blood relative um obviously her, her Two elder blood relatives are ill, terminally yeah. ill, so she can't get it from them. So she has to reconnect with her sister, um, Lee, who they have not spoken for. Like Leo holds Leo in his seven, yeah, he's seventeen, so he's going to be turning eighteen. They have not spoken yeah. in like over seventeen years, basically, because Leo's never met her. Um, so she ends up. That is crazy. So she it? contacts. Lee and then Lee's like okay we're gonna have to actually go up there she mm. gets Charlie she has to go to the institution and they're allowed they give Leo this pardon he can go he's a bit like why do I have to go blah 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 blah. and she's like it's your aunt he's like I don't have yeah. an aunt she's like she's, 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 who the hell yeah, yeah I really you like never to see. told me this woman yeah, exists exactly you don't tell me this woman exists and she's like yeah. well she, I mentioned her and how she never sends us Christmas cards and he's like, oh yeah, okay. Um, so then, then they go off on a little road trip, um, the three of them straight away to go visit Lee, uh, to go visit Bessie in Florida. Um, there's that scene where Leo lights a cigarette, and she's like, uh, you're not allowed to use a lighter, and she gives it to Charlie in the back to light the cigarette for him. <laughs> and then like all the smoke, this is kind of what like is like very symbolic for the film. So the the smoke which both Meryl and Leo smoke kind of goes straight onto Charlie, and Charlie coughs. And you're like, that's like, this little kid is like breathing in all this smoke and the, yeah. the mum and the older brother who are meant to be like the, like the maternal and paternal figures yeah. for him are very disregarded. Disregard him. Um, I know. He's such a sweet little character as well. Yeah. He reminds me of like the Milky Bar kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he did. Glasses I he was... and the light hair. I feel like he could have been. Maybe it is him. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um... Yeah, and then they're, they're, they're kind of the two sisters unite, I guess. They get. And they, they both look at each other like, what the hell? Yeah. You've changed. Because it's yeah, literally you, been 20 years. Old. That's, that's as long as we've lived, so that is mad. It's true. It's, a, it's, it's definitely a big shock. And she has to, Lee has to explain to um, Bessie about kind of Leo and his whole because they're waiting in the car aren't they yeah, at this Le point? and Leo is kind of 
he's playing the music very loudly, isn't he? He's basically making trouble, as per the classic, mm-hmm. with matches in the gas tank. God knows what it's he can true. do next. You know what? It's a very similar film to Gilbert Grape, isn't it? In a way, like, it kind of is that kind of, like, slice of life. Yeah. Vibe. Malfunctioning family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> classic. It really Absolutely is. Classic. His favourite. I like, also, yeah, that boy's life as well. Yeah. All three yeah. of them are like, like a very trio. A trifle trio. Of a film, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, like Leo plays sort of this child who you, you don't really know how he will react and his behavioural-ness kind of, mm. will kind of pick and choose and change quite frequently. Yeah. Very sporadic. Um. Yeah, so they, they kind of all get introduced. There's a lot of conflict still with between Lee and Hank throughout their whole this whole first part of the film that Lee kind of has this dominant figure over him which he disagrees with and they kind of bicker about this and obviously for Bessie who hasn't seen her sister in 20 years she's meeting this kid and she's kind of like well this is quite a lot um but she's 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 not overwhelmed by it she's watching it from like the sidelines still Mm. um Yes, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to go in chronological order so I don't skip over. Yeah, anything. I'm trying to sort of. There's a lot which happens in this first part at home where they're kind of all getting adjusted to one another. There's a scene with the crisps yeah. where Leo picks up a crisp, and Meryl's like, "Did you get? To sit, were you allowed to get a crisp?" And makes him put the crisp back in the bowl. Yeah. And Diane Keaton's like, oh, "Of course he can have crisps. So that's why they're out." Then she's like, "He has to ask." So he asks. Uh, she offers. She's like, would you like a crisp? And he's like, no, I'm good. And she's like, take a crisp. And he storms away. <laughs> and then Charlie takes some crisps. And she's like, Meryl's like, make sure you don't have too many. And then he puts them back. It's ah. sort of like that classic bickering between mother and son. Mm-hmm. That we sort of, we're sort of like understanding a bit more about their relationship now. And you're like, okay, this is just... Just a bit strange. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on here? Exactly. Um, and you kind of see this bond start to... This bond begin between uh, Bessie and Hank. Yeah, because Bessie's very relaxed towards him. Mm-hmm. And the things she, she he does wants, wrong, you yeah. know. She gives him the she benefit. She reacts very differently to her sister. Her sister kind of lashes out at him where she kind yeah. of... Yeah, it's very... She's like the cool auntie, isn't she? Exactly. You know. Yeah. And I really like that about that character, actually. She just, I don't know, gives him a different perspective in a way. Yes, I mean, it's like a very dialogue-heavy, character-driven story. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Like, if you kind of think about the whole, even like the world building, it kind of, you kind of forget it, but you just remember all the characters. Yeah, very true. At least... And not really anything else around them exactly because they drive it so much like i only remember particularly that it's even set in florida just because a there's a few scenes from when i've been i, I recognize locations oh. and obviously they go to disney world yeah fun spoiler to come guys <laughs> um yeah and then they have that little driving session where bessie's in the car with leo and it's like do you want to drive he's like yes and he goes mental like reckless driving they go down on the beach and they drive oh, along the so shore fun. um 
And then... Has he met the granddad yet? I'm sure there was a they scene... They did. They, at, at, initially, they, they met Marvin, and it, he didn't. Marvin didn't react too well. Um, he had a bit of an attack. Um, and then Bessie sort of gets this sort of mirror and reflects the light. The light to distract and the walls, him. And I absolutely love those scenes, because we see it maybe three times. Yeah. Beautiful, the whole film. they're beautifully it's such shot, a aren't beautiful they? Moment. Definitely. I, I literally just love light in general. Yeah, it's really well. And it's so relaxing and mesmerizing, and it's so nice because the man is all relaxed, and it's such a nice, like, it's such a nice son and daughter moment. And I feel like there was definitely a scene where Lee sort of watches him, like, wow, what have I missed here? Yeah, I think, I think. Like the premises of this is kind of her realizing that. So it's hard not to spoil, basically. But I guess the under I'm not spoiling the film, but the underlying thing here is is like Lee, when the dad got sick, she obviously went away, and yeah, she got pregnant. Um, or she was pregnant and she went away, and she didn't want to be restricted to looking after her dad. She's like sees her sister and she's like well you've given up your life to look after him mm-hmm. um and there's kind of like the parallel of her doing the same but you know having leo and she kind of resents having leo she kind of resents him in the, yeah, in the way that's... which is why mm. she doesn't and then since seeing bessie kind of actually being this real maternal figure to leo she kind of is like oh okay i see yeah i see what i've missed and i see why yeah. I, I kind of regret that as well yeah, Do you exactly. see, does that make sense? That's kind of what I was getting at from when we watched it. Yeah, I like that. Uh, um, and yeah, we also quickly learned that Hank doesn't want to, you know, do the test to see if he's compatible. Oh, God, yeah. And that's kind of, and he's very much upfront about that. And Bessie's like, oh, okay, I guess so. Mm. Um and yeah. again, she's not lashing out. She's sort of like, you know, it is... It's your decision. It is your decision, which... I mean, you've come all the way to Florida. The day, but... you know? It is, but it's like, you know... Don't be a little bitch, you know? Exactly, exactly. Obviously, donate whatever you've got. <laughs> Save her life. Mm-hmm. He's a teenager. He's a typical teenager. He doesn't want to be told what to do, does he? No, he's not So it doesn't matter if it's life-saving or whether to eat a crisp. He's still going to be, yeah. You know, maybe that was sort of foreshadowing that in a way. Eat the crisp. Nah, I'm not going to eat the crisp, actually. Oh, I see, because he was, like, very much happy to come. Oh, interesting. hints about not liking what he's being told to do. What to do, yeah. He wants to do what he's not told. And he's, yeah, Yeah. he's told to, like, stay in this institution. And he's like, I want to leave. So he refuses to do the test. Yeah. Which shows that he's a suitable bone marrow... Donor. Yeah, donor for his aunt. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there's kind of like a lot of sequences along these lines. Um, building up the relationship between Hank and Bessie. Um, and then we're kind of leading to the big Disney World sequence. Do you remember anything before you wanted to add? Um, I don't actually know. I feel like it's all a blur from this point. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to actually pinpoint because, like, the Disneyland sequence is a montage in my head. Yeah, um, it's all very fun, exciting. Cause, well, because of what happens, I suppose. Yeah. 
we are made to feel the way that Bessie feels being there. She's very overwhelmed. Exactly. And it all gets a bit too much for her. Oh, it gets she way, way, way too much. Like, she needs to sit... Is she looking after um Charlie? At one point. Yeah. I just remember having her having to sit down and... Charlie goes off, maybe, I don't know. I just remember her literally sitting down. The camera goes weird. And we get all these weird, like... I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And you see all these people rushing past, screaming, excited. And she's there like, Jesus Christ, I've got a headache. <laughs> but, yeah, legit, same. <laughs> Every day. And then... She faints. Yeah, she faints in Disney World. Faints in Disneyland, yeah. Um, and gets... Is it Disneyland or Disney World? Disney World. What's Disneyland then? Paris. Disneyland's California and Paris. Disney World is oh, Florida. Oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, fun, fun fact. fact. Yeah, Disney... Then? Well, Disney World is a world of Disney. Disneyland's oh, lands. So both Disneyland in California... Because in, in California and Paris, actually, there's only one theme park initially. Right. Um, Florida was the same actually, but he has always anticipated it to be several theme park, several theme parks, where the others were you only initially anticipated to be the one. Um, oh. So now both Disneyland, both of Disneyland's have two theme parks to them. Where Disney World's got four theme parks. Wow. Yeah. That is big. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and. Hollywood Studios, which used to be MGM Studios back in oh the day. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they're in Disney World Magic Kingdom. Yeah, Magic Kingdom. Just vibing until Diane passes out. She was, yeah. which was, it kind of blew my mind. Yeah, she looked after Charlie. I'm like, you're in Disney World. Enjoy yourself. Don't like go babysitting all day. Because he didn't want to go on anything, <laughs> did he? He wanted to no. just. He was wanting about meeting the characters, wasn't he? Because he'd run off. He didn't run off, did you say? He did. He would always just run off, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Le- Le- Leo, Leo and Lee, um, Leo and Lee, Hank and Lee, Hank and Lee would always go off to the rides and, yeah, left Bessie with Charlie. Yeah, she faints, goes to the hospital. Um, and, and this is kind of where the film gets a bit more serious. Yeah, this is a sort of turning point, I think, because you're like, okay. Because, yeah, yeah. She's literally dying. Hank, what are you going to do? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All eyes look, go to Hank. Uh, are you going to help? And yeah. after both Charlie and Lee have done the test, and they're not compatible, are they? No, they're not. Hank has to, yeah, makes his decision. Because at this point, their relationship has got a lot stronger. Yeah. And bonds have been made. Yeah. And oh, I remember a scene where Yeah. No, I feel like this is the wrong film now. <laughs> Go on. Did Oh, did she give him um Marvin's toolbox. Yeah, she gave for... him the toolbox. 
I was like, was it a gun? It wasn't no, a gun. No, no, no. The gun was, was that boy's life. He's got given the gun <laughs> by, by Robert De Niro. But um, oh, yeah, wow, no, there it's, you go. The he music. was he was looking through the stuff in the middle of the night. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. Found the toolbox. Bessie saw, and he was like, "Oh my god, blah blah blah." She's like, "You know, I know you weren't gonna steal it because obviously he probably got yeah. like stuff like that. His mum would go a bit mad about." Um, and she was like, well, it, it was your granddad's. He'll want you to have it. You can have it. And he's like, wait, what? Uh, no one's ever given me anything like this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's another, like, bit of their relationship where it... Yeah. It's where they, like, you know, they kind of, like, built this... This trust. Sort of with, like, with one another, I guess. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So... Leo, I guess then had yeah had to make this um make this this decision um whether or not to do it. Obviously, his mum wants him to do it more for the fact like it's for a selfish reason, not just to save her sister, but it's because if her sister passes, she will be the one who wow. will have, have to look after the dad and the aunt. I didn't she, even think of that. Because mm-hmm, she can't afford to put them in a home. She is quite a selfish character. She's a very selfish ways. character, yeah. Um, but doesn't a certain someone run off? Run away for a bit? What, Hank? Yeah. Yeah. He runs away, they're like, where's he gone? Isn't exactly. that right? Um, yeah. Um, I don't know when that was. Um, because then when he comes back, I'm pretty sure that's when he makes the decision, okay, fine. Yeah, they have, they have that, um, I'm sorry, I'm I'm trying to really, really, like, rack my brain here. Um. I remember he packs a bag, and he he goes, he leaves. mm -hmm. Yeah, he does, he does, he goes away, um. Yeah, he's angry with his mum. Is this when he... was that was that when Bessie was in hospital actually? Because I remember her coming back and leaving. Like, oh. I think it was because I know he kind of he was kind of in, inclined. He was like, I kind of want. He yeah. wanted to stay in Florida, didn't he? I don't know if that's that was announced yet, but I remember him sort of mentioning that like he wanted to stay right, stay with his aunt because obviously she's been just nice to him. I remember um, Lee having to deal with the medication and. All of those tasks. It's when his wasn't there exactly, and then that's when and she. That was a, that was a basically a taste of what her life could be. And she then then and then when her sister um kind of you know recovered from from passing out. Um, she they kind of have a little bit of a, not little they have a big argument because she this is when Lee kind of was like oh this is yeah what my life's gonna be, she wants to put her, yeah. the father into a, a home. Um, Bessie's like. No, we don't want him in a home. She doesn't want him in a home. That's not like a like you know the life that um she wants him to have. Mm. So they have kind of this argument, this like dispute with one another. Um, you know, Lee defends her own choice to kind of live her own life and doesn't want to really care for her relatives. Um. And she kind of, you know, lashes out at Bessie because she's kind of like, you know what, 
you never tried to reach me, your younger sister with kids, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where, yeah, I guess their kind of relationship sort of leads. And then kind of in like a breakthrough moment, they kind of have this whole penultimate, um, you know, they kind of see eye to eye for a sec. You know, mm-hmm. Bessie, Lee fit offers to fix Bessie's hair, her wig. You know, they have that, oh, that, that do Bessie. you remember that sequence? Because obviously yeah, that's what... that Be- was great. Bess, uh, Lee's kind of, you know, doing her... That's like what her degree is in. Oh. And that's, you kind of see them bond over, over that. And I remember her just taking the wig off. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, they have this sort of love for one another. Um, and this is when we also see that Hank goes and takes the test. Hey, about bloody um, tough. However, we also learn that n- none of them were matches, not even Hank. So, you kind of are like, it's very bittersweet, because that entire film is you kind of just being like, cool, but is Hank gonna yeah. do the test? And it builds up to And you're that. kind of that like, obviously, Hank's thing. gonna do the test, and he's gonna be the one who's gonna save the day. Mm-hmm. That is what you think. However, you know, you very much quickly then learn that, no, that actually isn't gonna be a happy day. Um, and that's when I was you know what honestly I was like where is this film going I'm not emotionally ready for um, for what's about to happen however they keep the film very open ended they did and I think that was very nice yeah like the the, the, kind of the end sequence is you see Lee kind of playing with Marvin's medication he's trying to work out what's Mm -hmm. what whilst Bessie's also in the room distracting him with the mirror Oh. Like for one final time. I love that. And that's kind of how they the end the film. It's like this like this little sister bonding session. Yeah, everyone everyone in Marvin's room. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The end. Wow, we did good. Definitely a slice of life type of film. Had you watched that again since? No, I hadn't Because obviously so like we said, Jess and I watched this film two months ago over two months mm. ago um and then we were gonna film it we were like oh we'll just do one month off but then you know when you're moving it gets kind of crazy we're also working full time in the middle mm. of the pandemic in london everything got a bit chaotic everything it's, opened up as well yeah so life changed quite a lot so we didn't really know when we were gonna pick this up again and obviously we know it's got to be before the 11th um, <laughs> we were doing this one very early on but we just had to make sure because we couldn't wait another month yeah. Um, so yeah, we didn't really get a chance to sort of sit down together, watch it again. Mm. Um, but it was definitely yeah. So I apologise if that was a bit chaotic. <laughs> you know, we will assure you that moving on from this episode, we will be a lot more organised because we get into like the films we have both seen multiple oh, times. So we don't even it. really need to watch it. We can explain what would happen. Mm. Um, but yes, that was a Marvin's room. <laughs> 
Also, guys, I lost my notes for this film. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I literally can't believe I did that because I had all these interesting links. You wrote, you wrote a lot of interesting stuff. I didn't make any notes during during the film. I just. If I find my notes, though. Insert it in. Yeah. I'll I'll chuck it into the next episode or yeah, something. A little sneak peek. Uh, but yeah, in gen, like overall. Brilliant film. I'd seen it. I'd seen it before. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite remember what it was. Yeah, I'd seen I it. I saw it once before at uni. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, how I like my first memory of this film was that I was in a charity shop, saw the DVD. I was like, oh my god, Leonardo DiCaprio, Meryl Streep, <laughs> Diane Keaton, and they go to Disney World. I'm watching this film and bought it for ninety nine p. We watched wow. it. No idea what it was about, and it was a, what a bargain. Moving, very moving. Um, it's a very <laughs> heavy film as well. But yeah, yeah. real good film. Um. So yeah, I think at the box office it was a fairly successful film. Uh, what was the? It's it's had a it had quite um I guess for the time like like late nineties, um, it had a it had a budget of twenty three million dollars. However, opening weekend it made fifty seven thousand, and mm-hmm. over like its worldwide gross was just just under 13 million right so it only made about half its money back um in the cinema is that good or not no it made a loss <laughs> yeah that's good it made a loss, loss. yes however it did it, like financially not successful but with the critics it was very successful that's a shame that isn't it yeah it was it was nominated for um an oscar um with Diane Keaton for Best Actress. She was nominated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it had a few other nominations as well. Uh, not as much the film, but it was nominated for, you know, Diane Keaton, Meryl Streep. Um, they got a lot of nominations from various awards. Um, I'm pretty sure it got Best... Like, nominations for, like, Best Director or other awards. Um, okay. I think Meryl was nominated for Golden Globe for it as well, Best Actress. It did pretty well, like. So like, like yeah, exactly. It it did well, but just not um, wasn't a financial success, let's say. Um. I'm just looking at some letterbox reviews. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got. I actually didn't have. I didn't have any other notes to say one um, of them's done a nice link right here for me <laughs> I feel there? pretty confident this is uh by izzy okay feel pretty confident saying that leo spitting off a balcony at disneyland in this was his entire audition for titanic james cameron saw that and said that's it that's the boy <laughs> was he, he's like i found jack i love that that one, the Meryl, one baby, I'm so sorry, but you did not fix that wig at all. Oh, she knows. She, she really didn't do a good job, did she? <laughs> um, do you want to go into favourites? Favourite character? Yeah. Difficult. I would have to say mine... You know what? I would actually say I found a very... I don't know what the word is. Adhering? It's not adhering. Is that even a word? Very um, sweet. And I liked her. She made me laugh a lot. And it was Aunt Ruth. Oh, lovely. I really liked Aunt Ruth. I would say... 
Oh, it's actually really hard, that. Mm. Oh my God, I can't even decide. I think, you know, I think it'd be Bessie, actually. Yeah, it was close. Just, just to Bessie, be being was... that mediator that we needed in that film. Exactly. I was close to saying Bessie as well, but... They were... I just loved that car scene, that driving scene, I thought. Brilliant. Yeah, very good. I mean, all the characters were amazing. All the side characters yeah. were real great. It was like we were saying, it's yeah. very well-written for the characters. Yeah. Um, Do you have a favourite food? Oh, blimey. What do you remember? The M&M's from the beginning? The crisps, yeah. the crisps from the bowl. That's literally honest. I'm pretty oh, sure he has, it's actually the crisps. he has a turkey leg, doesn't he, in Disney World? Oh, I remember meeting something in Disney World. I think it was a turkey leg. I'd say, hands down, it's the crisps. I see. I love crisps. The crisps as well. Eat the damn crisps. He Stop tries. Stop fussing about and just eat them. <laughs> um, Favourite scene? Uh, Favourite scene for me... It would have to be every time they were doing the mirror. Oh, the, the mirror light, sequence, the mirror. yeah. But also the car scene. But, you know. I... You? Oh, yeah, the car scene. The car scene's iconic when they take the car onto the yeah. beach. Obviously, at Disney, because it's Disney. Um, I really just like the initial sequence when they're, um, she's telling Leo about him and he's like, who is this aunt? I don't have an aunt. I found that <laughs> hilarious. I thought that was well, really well timed out. Um, different gags for that. Yeah. For his real, real good. Um, <laughs> lastly, of the faves, your favourite outfit? If you remember Ooh. any. I don't remember any. I don't remember any. Outfit. I mean, I, rem- I remember yeah. the wig, like what Meryl did to the wig and what Meryl's hair looked like initially when she had that, the extensions in and, and she had mm. her perm. But I don't really remember any um, specific Neither outfits. Neither do I. And if not... It wasn't It wasn't a visual film, really. Yeah. Obviously, it was because it was a film, but do you know what I mean? It wasn't... It didn't stand out in that way to me. No, the costumes were... Co- the costumes were meant to, you know... They did what they were meant to do, and they meant to kind yeah. of, like, be very subliminal, because that's kind of, you know, it was more of a slice-of-life type thing. It wasn't Absolutely. a... Absolutely. Yeah. Which is what, yeah, it's meant to be. Yeah. Um... Least favourite character? Um, I mean, obviously Hank is a bit annoying. But I don't want to say I hate him. What about Charlie? Charlie's alright. Yeah, okay. He's cute. Yeah, he is. He's sort of just on the side, though. He's side dish. Yeah, he is. He's, 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 he's just there. But I don't really feel like there was anyone I really hated in this. No, me neither. I, yeah, I enjoyed... Yeah, no, I enjoyed them all. Yeah, yeah. Usually there's someone we despise, I Mm -hmm. feel like, but there really wasn't here. Yeah, Like the last one we did. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah. It was one of them. That film, wasn't it? Was it that? Yeah, it was. Was it that film? Total Eclipse. Oh, gosh. We apologise leaving you guys for two months with only Total Eclipse to listen to. Oh, that was the weirdest thing. That's when we had Ellie on it as well. Yeah. We should get a guest for It's Romeo and Juliet, isn't it? What's our next one? It's Romeo and Juliet. Nah, that's so good. I know. I can't wait. We'll get, um... Can you hear that? Oh, what is that? That's Gilbert. (laughs) 
Your housemates are cooking those yeah. peach loop things. I think he's playing D and D. Someone at my work plays that does all the time. Do, yeah, he does it with Tim. I don't really get what it is. He does it with Tim, Callum, Chloe, and Jesse. So oh. they're like, they're like in a group. What she play on? Doing a story. It's like it's called D and D Beyond. It's like its own website. Oh, it's have, online. They all have characters, and Tim's the dungeon master, so he's kind of like he orchestrates the story. He's kind of like the narrator, <laughs> I guess, and then he kind of gives them options, and they choose the options, or you know, write their own story, and it kind of like becomes quite like natural from there. Oh. But they've been playing the same story for the last year I now. Play it. It's a commitment. It's every week. <laughs> I can do it. I, I I joined them once. I was like a surprise guest on one of the games. Yeah. Oh. I was a half half orc. It's called Leoana. What do you do though? Run around? Well, no, it's a story. So this one's set in a high school. I dream was. I don't get it. They're looking. For, they were looking for their family members in this high school. So it's kind of like a mystery type scenario. So you're like walking around. Yeah, but it's all you. You imagine it all. It's like a, it's like a book in that sense. It's not physically there. We'll speak, I'll, sh- I'll get Tim to explain it to you next time you go Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, anyway, Marvin's room. Like I've said, like, that's all I've got for Marvin's room. That's all I've Have got. Have you got any, anything else you'd like to add? I really enjoyed it. thought it was a great I movie. I really enjoyed it, yeah. Um, it's always a good watch. I'll probably watch it maybe a few more times in my life. Yeah, me too. It's, it's one I maybe would watch every year, every five years, something like that. Yeah. Um... Do you know what you'll give it? What rating? I do. I I know what I'm, I'll, I would give it a 3.5. Okay. Um, Which would be like, I guess, so it became everything, <laughs> keep it popping. Um, <laughs> if, I, if I was going to be really strict for myself, I'd just give it, so I became everything, just a solid three. That's what mine is, so I became everything. Um, I think that's generous for me. It was a really, yeah, it is, for you it is. It's a real good film. I enjoyed it a lot. There was some memorable bits, there was some not as memorable bits. Yeah. I think for me, the characters were what won it. Like, yeah, the characters were simply. Other aspects of the film, like the cinematography, the editing, the music. I don't remember it went much. I of don't. It. No, it wasn't very memorable. It, it wasn't that kind of it film. Yeah. Really. Um, and like you're gonna see, like we've been saying a lot, Romeo and Juliet is coming up, and that's a film. And that's all I'll say. And a half, a film and a half. A oh my god! And a half. I, I can't actually can't wait. Yeah, I'm very looking forward to it. I've watched so many Baz Luhrmann films over this last year as well. That... Oh, brilliant! You can talk about him for us then. Yes, I really, really can. I've been watching Australia today, in fact. Oh, I really want to watch that. I, yeah, it's very different from his... Um, I, I think my, my mum and my dad... Curtain Trio. I remember they say, them saying that was a great film. It's intense. It's, it's not like his other four films. No, It's a, no. very, very crazy. Um, wow, okay. It's good, because they've got a few of his films on Disney Plus now. So between Amazon Prime and Disney Plus, all of his films are covered. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. I've got Prime, but not Disney Plus. Yikes. Yeah, I think Disney Plus has got... Disney Plus is where you can watch Romeo and Juliet, Moulin Rouge, and Australia. Oh, yeah. I remember you saying that they own it. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Strictly Ballrooms on Amazon Prime, and I think Great Gatsby is as well. Where the hell am I going to watch that, then? If not, Great Gatsby is on Sky. Um, 
on Netflix. I don't know. Mm. Well, we can just watch it together. We can watch Romeo and Juliet because yeah. in the UK, we are now at the point where you can meet people inside. You can have 30 people outside. I know that's a fact. Yeah. Inside, is it six people? I think it's still Regardless, six Regardless, we'll be able to... Um, We'll be able to record and watch it together the next episode. We should do it soon. Yeah, agree. Very excited for that. We'll do it one evening. Mm-hmm. And we'll see who wants to be on it with us as well. Yes. Definitely having guests. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, I have not checked our emails. Oh, God. Have you? I've got them hooked up onto my phone, so, you know. Do have a look and see if anyone's sent us a question. <laughs> We didn't advertise. Didn't. We've been re- guys. We really apologise. <laughs> we even, our Instagram is dead. Basically, <laughs> we want too much hiatus. Um, but trust us. When when we get into these films now, we are going to commit. I mean, we said oh, this in January, got, um, and we're now coming up to halfway through the year. But we are going to commit. We've got an email. Oh yeah. From yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't really know who that is. Oh, that. I'm not sure. What did it, what did they say? They said um, I've been the... listening in. Yeah. And I've heard my name mentioned a few times. And I'm gonna sue. Um, no. Oh, here's wow. a link <gasps> for a Zoom interview tomorrow. Lit. No. What? That's so good. Well, guys, after this. You're going to be hearing a Zoom interview with the one and only Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> and I'll insert that here. <laughs> hey, how's it all going? Hey, guys, we're back. That was crazy. <laughs> That was mad. That was really, so nice really to talk mad. to Leo. I know he had so much to say. He we did have to sign some NDA, so I'm not sure how much we're actually allowed to put in. Yeah, I'm not sure we'll be able to put um, in actually. But he was talking about some crazy stuff. Yeah, that, you he's know, got some good stuff. I know he's working on at the moment. That brunch so. with Kate Winslet, that was crazy. Yeah. That story. Wow. Yeah. That sounded mad. Yeah, he had like these. It's like this almond croissant, like some pistachio. It was chaotic. <laughs> You okay over there? God. I know. Yeah. It's good. And Tilda Swinton? Who knew she could even do that? She's I flexible. Know that. Yeah, that's mad. I know. On top of on top of a um a rhino too. Yeah. What? I know. That's that's crazy. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> we'll get back to the interesting parts. Um I think that's it. I haven't have you that's got anything it, else guys. to say? Um, I apologise if you guys have been waiting for two months and this is what we're giving you. <laughs> but if you've made it after, it's been an hour 15. To be fair, I feel like it suits the film because it's such a slice of life. Yeah, we're giving you literally really a slice of life. this episode yeah. is, actually. I mean, it's Just 11... I'm not going to lie, it's 11pm and I woke up at half six this morning. Yeah, I'm pretty dead. But, um... Yes, yeah, all I'll say is guys. thank you and for bearing with us. Yeah, we're really, really happy for this. We're gonna have we're gonna be on a wild adventure from now on. Um <laughs> June is where it's gonna be this is June's episode, July, July eleventh, which is me and Jess's birthday. Um <laughs> it's gonna be our next episode, which will be Romeo yeah. and Juliet. So your assignment really for next excited. month. 
Um, it's going to be Romeo and Juliet. Um, I'm saying this almost because it's far away, because we were literally, this is what, the 19th of May at today? So we filmed mm. this one quite far in advance before June 11th. But, yeah. um, oh my God, June 11th. That's when my contract finishes. My job. Hey! Mm-hmm. June 11th, a Friday. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be um, Romeo and Juliet. 1996 as well. Directed by Baz Luhrmann. Busy year for Leo. Very busy year for Leo. Well, it was a very busy year because he did Marvin's Room and Romeo and Juliet in 1996. And then 1997 was just a little indie film he did. Um, What was it called? Um, Do you remember? It's by that new director guy. It was like set... (laughs) In the sea? No, I never heard of that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, I don't know what that is. So. We'll, you'll, you'll find out in the next episode when we tell you what to watch. We'll do a bit of research. Um, but on that <laughs> note, should we end it at an hour 15? Let's, let's end Just it a solid, hour. A solid hour 15. I think, you know what, this is like us easing back in. Because I'm, I'm foreseeing, foreseeing like us to be this far in and we're literally still talking about the party scene from Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot to say about that sequence. Oh, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Paul Rudd. <laughs> but yeah, it's been good to catch yeah. up, talk about Leo. Definitely. And get back into the vibe. Exactly. Yeah, I've missed kind of sitting here doing this. And hopefully That's we can do it in person next time. It? So we're not over mm-hmm. Zoom, so maybe the quality of sound will be better. Um, likes, yeah. I might get that as well. Yeah, maybe we'll get an actual microphone. Ooh. Yeah, sorry, I my microphone isn't connected to my phone either because I couldn't find a little weird adapter thing for the iPhones. So Dead. this is just a complete raw voice memo. It's <laughs> alright. We'll have our um, recording studio soon. Yeah, it's exactly. Fine. When when the coffee shops open, some of them have got the podcast ones, haven't they? We're gonna have yeah. to find them. There's one on Brick Lane up my house. That's so good. Um, but yeah, as yeah, always, everyone, cool. stay safe. Um, this time a year ago, things were very different. So it's nice to see that we're actually on the upwards here. So yeah. but continue to stay safe. Get vaccinated because mm-hmm. we've got vaccines, which is amazing. Um, and yeah, watch Romeo and Juliet. Have some fun. And one final thing. Yeah. Keep, Keep it popping. Bye, guys. <laughs> ciao. Bye. Ciao, ciao.